It's week 15. Oh, wait, no, it's week 16, leaving week 15 in the dust. Here we go. Ready? Pretty crazy podcast time. Woo, pretty crazy podcast. Ready, set, let's go. So, how you doing this week, Jay? Doing pretty good, doing pretty good. I hear uh, I'm going to be profiled this week. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Sort of. Profiled up and down. Up and down. Left to right and back and forth. Well, if that doesn't give you any inkling, um, this week, instead of doing like an actual case or something like that, I decided to go a little bit of a different route. And talk about my case, <laughs> our own space case over here. Um, oh. no, just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh. You're not a space case. Um, but I, I don't know. I wanted to do something a little bit light and fun, and um, so I wanted to do the um, Myers Briggs personality types and the Big Five personality types. Okay. Um. So, I want to do a little bit of a small intro here. So, these are for fun. This is not a real psychological test. They're based off of real psychological tests, but um, like Myers-Briggs has a really bad validity and reliability scale. Um, These are not things that professionals would use. These are strictly for fun, just learning personality types. Um, I took a lot of psych classes, <laughs> um, and by no means is this, you know, going to make or break anybody's personality type. It's just a little fun thing. Um, before listening to this episode, I recommend going online, um, and taking both of the assessments. They're very, very short. The one is the 16 personality types. I go to, I think it's um, 16personalities.com or something like that. But if you type it in, you can get it. It's a very common one. In that big search engine. In that big search engine called Google. Google. (laughs) Um, The other one, if you type in big five personality or ocean personality, O-C-E-A-N. Ocean. Ocean. um, It stands for the big five personality traits. If you'd like to follow along and figure out what yours means, it would make it a little bit more fun. So at this point, pretend that there's elevator music here or Jeopardy music <laughs> and go take your test. Um, trademark, 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 trade. Oh, so you guys are back. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. That was so quick. That was so fast. I'm so proud of all of you. Oh man. Okay, so we're going to start with Meyer Briggs. Um, Again, this one is a little bit um, more um, well-known, but it's also less valid and reliable in the actual psych community. Uh, But if you Google whatever your letters are, you will get celebrities, you'll get cartoon characters, you'll get, you know, what job you should have. It's a really fun, you know, personality assessment. if I I was a furry, I'd be a sheep. (laughs) You know, stuff like that. I'm not saying that that's what I'd be. Yeah. He just, I, I don't know, he went straight for furries, but 
Why not? Whatever you want to do. Why um, can't I be a furry? I'm going to explain what the four levels are that are split into the 16 personality types because, you know, all the combinations. And then I went on a website. It was just a Google search. Um, and I got some of the more famous uh, fictional characters. Yeah. Um, and the ones that you would probably know. There were some from like Wuthering Heights and stuff that like I have no fucking clue who that is. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> um okay, so sixteen personality types that combine into four different area that combine from four different areas. So there's extroversion and introversion. What are those, Millie? Tell us what are those. <laughs> this is um and it's gonna be an E or an I, obviously. This is how people respond and interact with the world. Uh-huh. So everybody knows what a social um, extrovert is and an introvert I is. I don't. Tell me. If you don't know, extroverts are people who are more likely to talk to strangers. Bad kids. <laughs> oh. Um, they're going to be people who are, who are a lot more social. Um, they really rely on like interpersonal relationships. Um, introversion, it doesn't mean that they're necessarily super shy, but it just means that they'd rather be alone. They're more introspective. Um, just how they re react with the world. Um, so an introvert would be more likely to be in a big crowd of people, work in a big team together. While an introvert might like alone time, might find a job that's a be little bit assassin. more... <laughs> be an assassin. I mean, yeah. potentially. But they could be an extrovert. Look at James Bond. James Bond is not an assassin. Well, he assassinates people. He does kill people. So, but he is not a man. Whatever. <laughs> uh, next level is sensing or intuition. So this is S and N. Because they already used I, so they have to use N for intuition. Intuition. Yeah, intuition. This is how people gather information. So sensing um, is more realistic um, intuitive is more abstract. Tell me how I feel. Um, so a sensing person would use their five senses in order to make a... Mm, I smell farts. Oh, no. <laughs> sensing people would, like, like, draw conclusions from what they see, what they feel. Um, intuitive people would be like, you know, I, I emotionally feel something. Yeah. Um... Thinking or feeling. So that kind of goes right into that other level. But this is TNF. Um, thinking is logical and consistent with, um, consistent with logic, kind of the same way that sensing was too. But they are a little different. This um, is the one I kind of swung. Yeah, this on. one I have swung before too. <laughs> swing. Sw swung swing, is a word. Swung is a word. Okay. Swung for the fences. And... Um, Feeling is people in a, like a very emotional people. They consider people's emotions when they're making, um, like any type of decision. So if you're buying a house, um, somebody who is thinking would be like, okay, you know, if I amortize this over 30 years, my payment, blah, 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 I'll have this kind of, but then, um, if you're more of a feeling person, you might be like, this will be great for a family. This will be really great for you know, how I feel as a cohesive Oh my goodness. Family Babies. Unit. Babies. Oh my god, babies. Um, and the final one is judging or perceiving. This is how you deal with the world. Um, 
again, judgmental versus perceiving how you see things versus how you feel that you see things. They're very, um, these are very close in words sometimes, but the difference that I'm going to go over for each one, it does, it does make sense. So, um, quick little rundown before I go into each, each one personally is... Wait, where'd it go? Did you delete it? Hold on, guys. How could you delete it? Hold on. How could you delete all that hard work? Oh, my gosh. Um, Sophie's very, very worried right now. Sophie's quite worried because you were crying. I was crying. I wasn't really crying. Okay, so what I have here is um, some good traits and some bad traits in this kind of tells you a little bit about that person so like i said they're 16 and we're going to start with the eyes istj this one is the inspector so they are detail-oriented realistic observant logical but they can be judgmental tend to blame others and be insensitive so famous people of this one or famous fictional characters yeah. Edward Cullen from Twilight, Dr. Grant from Jurassic Park, Jon Snow from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, ISTP. This is the crafter. I have to pee? Yeah. Hmm. Is TP. Is TP. <laughs> uh, they're logical, action-oriented, self-confident, practical, but they can be over and they can be insensitive, easily bored. A big risk taker and they don't really like commitment oh um big ones for this one catwoman oh yeah aragorn from lord of the rings like that risk and jacob black from twilight like them risk isfp the protector the protector this one is reliable detailed um but they really like to avoid confrontation dislikes any sort of change um sometimes neglect some things and they need sensitivity hmm. um this one would be samwise gamgee from lord of the rings hmm. dr watson from um oh my gosh sherlock <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? it was just gone out of my head okay isfp this is the artist they are practical loyal to values um, and they really do hands-on learning a lot, but they have a strong need for personal space. They're reserved. They dislike theoretical information, and they dislike conflict. Ah. Um, these people are Harry Potter. <laughs> theoretical information. You mean, like, wizarding world <laughs> and, like, information? But he likes hands-on learning. I mean, look at, look at the defense of dark arts. Yeah, but, like wands and shit yeah but i mean to them that's not theoretical they don't like a history of magic well that's not theoretical exactly. that is <laughs> whatever hands-on learning practical loyalty values um yeah they don't like divination um and dislikes conflict i mean he didn't like to fight with voldemort or malfoy or malfoy um buttercup from princess bride legolas and arwen from lord of the rings Okay, I-N-F-J, which is what Jason is. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. 
Um, so this is the advocate. The advocate. They can be reserved, idealistic, sensitive to others' needs, creative and artistic, Ooh. but stubborn, yeah. overly high expectations, yeah. difficult to get to know. Yeah. Um, so let's, let's stop here for a second. Okay. How do you feel being an INFJ? I feel proud to be an INFJ and to stand here still today. <laughs> so INFJ would be um, that you're an introvert. Yes. Um, you use your intuition more than your senses. Which I think is true. You're feeling more than thinking. And you're judging more than perceiving. The last two are... On the, on the fence? On the fence. But... So you think that you could kind of be swayed to maybe an, um, an I-N, like, T-P? Yeah. In T-P? Yeah. That's the thinker. I could be a thinker. We'll get to that one in a second. But I think INFJ fits you, um, especially the way that they went through the, the pros and cons. I mean, you are sensitive to other needs, but reserved. Um, artistic. Eh. You do play music, so I mean, that's something. I'm, I'm artistic with my music. Um, my you raps. are extraordinarily stubborn. Oh, yeah, you are a rapper. <laughs> You're extraordinarily stubborn. I'm not stubborn. Oh, Yes, you are. Don't tell me that. I'm stubborn. <laughs> you have very high expectations. Do I? Yes. Do I have high, high hopes for a living? Don't, don't sing Panic to me because I'm going to go star. sing it. Shoot a star. <laughs> Couldn't make a kill. Um, and difficult to get to know. I didn't think that you were difficult to get to know. Well, yeah, because you actually responded to questions. And, I mean, we just had an instant connection, so... Oh, my goodness. Shut up. Of course. It was really easy to get to know you. But I can see other people not really knowing the, the true you. So, other people that are all, all also INFP that are fictional characters. Atticus Finch. Yep. I'm an Atticus. Um, from To Kill a Mockingbird. Um, Lupin from Harry Potter. Yep. You could I'm definitely be a Lupin. You could be a werewolf, which, spoiler alert, if you don't know that Lupin turns into a werewolf. Or you've had 16 <laughs> years or 20 years or whatever. And Galadriel from Lord of the Rings, the one who would be a great and powerful queen. I'd be a great and powerful queen? You are a great and powerful queen. Mm -hmm. Own it, sister. Mm -hmm. Sophie, what was that? <laughs> okay, moving on. I'm in a clapping mood today. INFP, the mediator. This is um, somebody who is loyal. They value close friendships. They see the big picture. Um, and they're interested in others. But they can be idealistic. Loses sight of the little things. And take things way too personally. Wah, wah. Fictional characters include Bella Swan from Twilight. Romeo and Juliet, who went and killed themselves because they were overdramatic teenagers. Ooh, they were the same. Um, yeah, they were both the same. Uh, Jamie Sullivan from A Walk to Remember, which I, that was the only one I saw from A Walk to Remember, so I thought that was interesting, but... And then Frodo. Frodo Baggins. <laughs> Frodo Baggins. And Sam Wise. They're both introverts. Hobbits are introverts, I guess. Yeah. 
Definitely. INTJ is the architect. Architect. Um, This is high expectations. High, high hopes. Takes criticisms well. I wish I had that. Um, Self-confident, but they dislike talking about emotions. They can be seen as callous and overly analytical. Overly. Okay, so these ones are Snape, Snape, Severus Snape. Malfoy! <laughs> Clarice. 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 From um, Silence of the Lambs, obviously. Yeah. Moriarty from Sherlock. Yeah, these are all evil people. And Jay Gatsby. <laughs> all evil <laughs> But I mean, if you look at it, they are callous, overly analytical... I mean, I don't think Snape takes criticisms well, but Clarice isn't a bad guy. Clarice was a really good profiler. Journalist. No, profiler. She kills people. When does she kill somebody? In Red Dragon. Oh, I didn't see Red Dragon. I'm messing with you. She doesn't kill anybody. <laughs> You're an ass. See, you never know what I'm lying to you. Um, INTP. So this is the one that could have been... Um, you depending. It could have been me. The thinker, logical, independent, loyal, and affectionate, but insensitive, self-doubting, and struggles to follow the rules. I don't Rule think that's breaker. really you. Rule breaker. Um, so this would be Nick Carraway from Great Gatsby, um, and also Samuel Tarley from Game of Thrones, that you kind of resemble a little bit. Oh yeah. I mean, I think you're much more attractive. Oh. But. Okay, so now we're moving on to the um, to the E's, the extroverts. The extroverts. The extroverts. My side of the peoples. Oh, your side of the peoples. <laughs> okay, so um, ESTP, the persuader. They are gregarious, action oriented, observant, and adaptable, but <sighs> impulsive, competitive. Dramatic and get bored really easily. Greg Brady. <laughs> yeah, that would probably fit. Because when you say gregarious, that's always Greg Brady. Oh, yeah? That's what I've been taught. Yeah, anytime that someone uses gregarious, you just go, go, always got to think Greg Brady. That's a good... <laughs> so the vampire Lestat from Interview with the Vampire. Okay. Cal Drogo from um, Game of Thrones. Okay. And... Indigo, Indigo Montoyo from The Princess Bride, which I can't say his name because I'm an idiot. You killed my father, prepare to die. Okay. I die. I die. Um, ESTJ. I have been an ESTJ before. I go between this one and another one. Um, this is the di- director. Um, practical, dependable, hardworking, but... <sighs> Argumentative, bossy, and inflexible. Argumentative. So that's Hermione Granger from Harry Potter and Cersei Lannister from Game of Thrones. Bitches. (laughs) Kind of. Um, Obviously, Hermione's a good person and Cersei's a really bad person. It's kind of cool to see them on the other side of the coin, though. ESFP is the performer. They are optimistic, practical, enjoys people and socializing, but get bored easily, impulsive, and not a planner. So the examples of these ones, 
Ron Weasley in Sirius Black from Harry Potter. Jamie Lannister, who was fucking Cersei Lannister in the last one. Um, and is also her brother. Yeah. And um, Daisy Buchanan from uh, The Great Gatsby. Daisy's a fucking idiot. <laughs> I don't think that anybody would want to be like Daisy Buchanan. <laughs> I want to be Daisy Buchanan. You want to be a Ron Weasley. You don't want to be a Daisy Buchanan. Okay. ESFJ is the caregiver. These people are very kind, organized, and practical. They are dependable, but sensitive to criticism. They're needy, and they're approval-seeking. Like Sam. <laughs> like Sam, who is creeping up on me right now. And now he's going to be on my back. Um, these people are Molly Weasley, Wendy Darling from Peter Pan. Peter Pan. Uh, Mia Thermopolis from The Princess Diaries. And Bilbo Baggins. Bilbo Baggins. Bilbo Baggins. He's an extrovert. Yeah, that's we're in we're in the he, ES. He, I know. But you know the best gamer tag ever? What? Dildo Gaggins. <laughs> and that was that oh, was a, a real thing. And Sam I didn't find that and funny. I couldn't I couldn't play that game. No, I couldn't play that game either. Because he was just too good. Okay, that is the perfect porn star name. Yeah. Perfect. Dildo Gaggins. That is the perfect porn star name. It is. He would have to be short, though. <laughs> yeah, midget, midget porn. But with a really big dick. Wow. Well, yeah. Interesting. Hmm. So, if you're out there and you're under four <laughs> foot tall, you want to. I don't you think they like being called midgets, name. though. Isn't it little people? It is little people, but I think that is more demeaning. So, if you want to take that up with me. I. This is a sidebar, but I agree. I feel like midget is like a is like a medical term, but I feel like little people mean like sounds like you're not like dwarves, a person. Dwarves is is for the range above midget. So like you think dwarves are taller than midgets? Yes. Oh, I would think the opposite. No, like dwar- dwarfism is. Yeah, well, it's not called midgetism. No, it's, it's all not. dwarfism. It's all dwarfism. It's all form of dwarfism. But dwarves are taller than midgets and like are you making but, that up but like little people as they have formed and been called mm-hmm. um that's just so demeaning like you're not a full person i agree um like i am i would i mean i'm not a little person because i am technically an a, a normal short height yeah. um but and I don't have um, dwarfism, but even when sometimes people call me a little person, I'm like I'm a real person. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know how I would feel, but I'm not them, so I can't say for sure. Yeah. But no, if you're I, out I, there I, yeah, and you are there, four I'm... foot tall with a four foot long dick, go for it. That's that's all you. That, that is, is all for you. you. That Do is some out Hobbit of porn. That is out of you. Explore the Shire. <laughs> Raid the dragon's castle. Explore that dragon's lair. Get some gold. Throw some shit in Mordor. Yeah. Um, well, we went off the rails there. (laughs) Well, because of the gamertag name. That's true. That's great. Um, ENFP is the champion. They're... Okay. (laughs) The people who they have for this 
The one, okay, but the other one, I don't think matches at all. But they're empathetic, creative, and strong people skills, and spontaneous. But they're also disorganized, overthinking, overly emotional, and needs approval. Yeah. They have Tonks from Harry Potter. Okay, cool. And Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka is not the definition of empathetic. He He doesn't really need approval. (laughs) He doesn't need approval. He does whatever the fuck he wants. He's like, I'm Willy Wonka. You know what? Everlasting gobstopper. Bam. <laughs> like, I am. It's like, you want it, world? Okay, now you're not going to get it. Willy Wonka is a psychopath. <laughs> yes. Blows kids up. Puts them in TVs. Yeah. You know. Um, ENFJ is The Giver. Ooh, remember The Giver, that book? Poof. I wore it in fifth grade and it still fucks me up. Okay. Um, they are empathetic encouraging organized they have a large social circle but they can be indecisive self-sacrificing and um, approval seeking famous be famous characters boromir who literally just keeps getting shot with arrows and still fights and pita from the hunger games pita i've never read or watched the hunger games you'll hate pita i feel like i hate all of them and that's why i will not read or watch it I really hate Jennifer Lawrence. I'm sorry to anybody who likes her. I like her. In their leaked videos. Oh my god. That's not good, Jay. What? I mean, you can like what you see, but like, they leak them without approval. That's like... She stored them to the cloud. That's, that's her distribution. It's a private cloud. She leaked them. It's on her. She might have leaked them, but I don't know. I'm not going to get them blame. Um... ENTP, the debater. Innovative, debating, knowledge craving, creative, but argumentative, unfocused, dislike schedules. Like you. No, no, I'm the next one. <laughs> that one is Tyler Durden from Fight Club. Dumbledore. Ooh, I spelled Dumbledore wrong on here. That's upsetting. Fred and George Weasley and um, Tyrion Lannister. So Fred and George Weasley are the same. Yeah. So even as twins, you can't separate their... their I mean, their personalities are the same, though. Well, yeah, they do talk in circles. Yeah. Um, And the final one... Oh, you saved the best for last? Well, I mean, that's just the order it went in. E-N-T-J. The Commander. You're the Commander. I'm the Commander. Uh, Strong leaders. Assertive and outspoken. Well-organized. But intolerant, stubborn, yep. impatient, yep. and aggressive. Yep. <laughs> All they love. The people associated with this one are not good. Judas, uh, <laughs> Satan, no. and uh, Satan's mother. Voldemort. Yeah, Voldemort and Voldemort. And Miranda Priestley from The Devil Wears Prada. Oh, man. So I basically got it right. I mean, I think that, um, I think that I possess the strong (laughs) and positive side of that and none of the negative ones. I am definitely not stubborn, impatient, or aggressive. (laughs) Not at all. Never. Where's my Amazon package? It's not about Amazon packages usually. It's more like, um, where the fuck are my shoes? Exactly. (laughs) 
Um, no, I think that I am the 100% embodiment of ENTJ. Yeah. Which means that I am extroverted, which obviously we know. Um, intuitive, which is... That one's a little bit weird for me because I would feel like I am not as abstract in thinking, but whatever. Um, T is thinking, so I am more logical. And then J is judging, which, yeah. 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 I'm judging you right now. I am judging Judging all of you right now. now. So, like, if you were to find a potential mate, like, how would you... Like, how do these, like, hook up? Um, I mean, I guess that you would probably want to find ones that seem to go together. Like, I mean, I don't know if if ours would even necessarily go together. Well, you're what, E-N? E-N-T-J, and you're an I-N-F-J. So we have two of the same letters. Yeah. Um, let me do a little quick little search here. Meyer Briggs. I'm dating. Compatibility. Dating compatibility. Boom. Okay. The three most compatible Meyer Briggs types. Oh my gosh. Okay, so come on. Okay, so you are. Let's see which one we see first. What do you. I N. I N F. What are you again? INFJ. INFJ, okay. Um. <laughs> I guess, okay, for INFJ, you would be good with an ESTP, an ESTJ, and an ESFP. Oh. So none of those are me. And then I would be. Need someone more sensory. Yeah, probably. I'm sorry, I, I'm not that person for you. You're not that person. <laughs> we should probably just break up right now. Okay. ENTJ is good with INTJs, ENTPs, and ENFJs. This is a really awkward picture. <laughs> He's more into her than she is into. Yeah. Sorry you guys didn't get to see that picture. It's okay. Um, okay, so. That was a lot. That was a lot. I just have the big five now. Okay. (laughs) This is a faster, like, thing because there's only five of them rather than 16. But, um, this one is a little bit more of a psychological, like, green light than the other one. They're more likely to use this one if they are going to use either of them. So, um, I guess this one holds a little bit more validity to actual studies. But we're just doing this for funsies, and we don't care about um, being psychologically accurate right now. Okay. I was going to go into a whole Carl Jung um, personality type with the archetypes, and maybe another day. Because Carl Jung is my bro. He's dead. He's a Swiss psychologist, but I really like... Um, that kind of psychology. Anyways. Dead psychology? Dead psychology. Okay, so this test, the big five, is, um, it's a five-factor model, or it's called the ocean model, like I said, because it covers openness, conscientiousness, 
extroversion, agreeableness, and neuroticism. Okay. Now, if you do take the test online, um, the one that we took, there was emotional stability instead of neuroticism. That's reversed. So, like, the higher you are in emotional stability is lower you are in neuroticism. Yeah. Um, and then it'll say intellect and imagination. That is openness. So, just different words for the same thing. Um, okay. So, openness to experience. The O in ocean. This is an um, appreciation for adventure, emotion, imagination, and art. Um, if you have high openness. They are higher. They are highly curious. Highly curious. Willing to try new things, uh, aka adventures. Um, aware of their own feelings and they hold unconventional beliefs. Um, if you have a lower level of openness, you might um, be more pragmatic, dogmatic, or close-minded. Okay. So the higher you are up on the scale, like the more likely you are to be adventurous and thrill-seeking. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Um, conscientiousness, um, if you have a high level, you're looking at, like, self-discipline, they strive for achievement, seek control and regulation, um, they can be seen as stubborn, focused, um, very planned, not very spontaneous. Um, and then on the other, you know, sliding scale of that one, people with low consciousness, conscientiousness would be more flexible or spontaneous, um, but they could also be seen as sloppy and unreliable. Okay. Extroversion. We've talked about this with the last one. The higher you are of an extrovert, the more you want to be, you know, talkative, assertive. You like to be dominant in social settings. Out there with people. Out there with people. Independent. They enjoy time alone. They need less stimulation from the outside world. Oh. Well, from their social world, I guess, would be a better way to say that. Um, Agreeableness. High agreeableness. Considerate. Kind. Willing to compromise. Um, trusting low agreeableness would be argumentative and untrustworthy. Obviously. Obviously. And then the final one is neuroticism. Um, a high level would be that you experience negative emotions um, very strongly like anger, anxiety, depression. Um, you're emotionally reactive, vulnerable, stress, um, flippant. Um, negative reactions are persistent. Like you just like People with high levels of anxiety, depression, anything like that might have a very high level of neuroticism. But, I mean, that's literally the definition of neuroticism. That is, yeah. Um, if you have low, you're less easy to upset, calm, and emotionally stable. Oh. So, that one's kind of flipped. Um, the ext- extroversion is kind of one of those ones that, like, either you are or you aren't. But, you know, you want to be open to experience. You want to be conscientious. You want to be, you know, agreeable. And you want to have low neuroticism. But I think most people fall somewhere in the middle range of a lot of them. Yeah. So before we start, I had Jason do his and me do mine. Oh my goodness. He doesn't know his scores. Um, But we'll start with mine. Uh, Extra version of 95 out of 100. Oh my goodness. You aced it. It's, I mean, it's pretty accurate. Um, Emotional stability. I got a 62. Oh. So, my neuroticism is mid-range. Mid-range, mid-range. Mid-range to low. Mid-range to low. Agreeableness is a 14. So, this is... You're very stubborn. This is kind of a bad sign. Um, If anything, I would like to be more agreeable. Basically, you're you're a stubborn woman. 
I'm a stubborn bitch. Yeah. But conscientiousness, I got a 97. There you go. Literally three points from the top. Um, but I am very rigid and, you know, I think a lot about a lot of things. Yeah. Um, however, my openness slash, you know, intellectual imagination is 14. Oh. Very low. Um, I don't like that it says intellect because I don't think, it, like, intellect has anything to do with imagination. I think it's different. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's the same. So I like the term openness more. Um, and I could... I could probably come come up a lot on that one. Because yeah. I'm a 14. You're 14. So, for yours, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, extra version of 19. Ooh. Which means that you were basically an 81% introvert. You agree with that? I can do that math, yes. <laughs> Maybe somebody else can. Oh, well, they can use a calculator. Um, emotional stability. So... This is neuroticism, reversed. So, um, 13 for emotional stability, which means that you are flying high in the neuroticism. Oh, guys. Do you agree with that sentence? Send love to Jason via Twitter. (laughs) Um, I would agree with that one. I wish that I could. My goal in life is to make that higher for you. At least a 50%. Oh, thanks. Um, agreeableness, you're 62. Okay. Dece, dece. Conscientiousness, you're 41. Okay. Decent. And, um, openness, you're a 59. So you're pretty mid-range for everything else. I'm mid-range for everything? <laughs> like bees? No. Mid-range bees? <laughs> but I mean, like, I feel like if you're too high or too low, like, as you can see, mine are either very, very low or very, very high. Yeah. Um, except for emotional stability, which is hilarious because that's... <laughs> This doesn't seem like I'd be emotionally stable. Yeah. Um, but I think that most people want to stay within, you know, the average mark. Yeah. So um, I would love to hear what everybody else got. Um, I know that I've talked about this with some of my friends, but if any other friends want to take it, anybody who listens, let's talk about what your Myers-Briggs and what your ocean results are, dude. Ooh, send us your ocean. Send us your ocean. Send us your ocean. Okay, well, I think I have yammered on for about 40 minutes on personality types, but this is so fun. You can spend hours and hours and hours online figuring out maybe, you know, oh, I'm an ENTJ. Like, that means a good job for me would be blah, blah, blah. Or, oh, I'm much more like Hermione than I am than Harry. And um, it's a lot of fun. Personality tests are, can be fun as long as you don't read too far into them. This is not um, to replace any type of therapy this is not to tell you that oh you're an ensp you should be a teacher um it's just for funsies yep just something to maybe guide you down the right path or yeah maybe something to or maybe like give you an idea or yeah so what do you have for me tonight mr jason oh mr jason has many things on his mind oh and uh Mr. Jason has been playing a game lately, and Mr. Jason wonders how your newly found Myers-Briggs test would help you survive in a post-apocalyptic world. Ooh, interesting. Yes. 
So, the bomb, nuclear bomb, has struck in New York City. New York City. Yeah. We're going for New York City. So, fallout has happened at around, well, pretty much New York. <laughs> but the power grid, we're off the power grid, okay? Power grid's gone down. So, So, basically, chaos. you're saying it is... The apocalypse, but not the one we're currently living in. That's right. Because we're currently living in a form of apocalypse. Well, yes. That's one of the stages. <laughs> but this is nuclear chaos. Nuclear chaos. Great. Oh, can I have some questions first? Sure. Um, do I have radiation poisoning? Uh... Like, am I going to die soon? No. Okay. Um, does anybody I love come with me? If you want them to. And you can convince them to. Okay, so they're not all dead. Not all of them. Because, I mean, you play Fallout and all of her family's dead. Or his family's dead. Yeah. So I didn't know if we were going for... Well, no, not that storyline, but just... Okay, so there's a nuclear Fallout. Yeah. We were in a vault and we, we came were in out. We a vault and, and uh, we came out and bam. Okay, well, since I'm Voldemort and Miranda Priestley... No, okay, so the commanders, strong leaders, assertive, outspoken, well-organized. I think that me, personally, I would get together everybody that I could find. Being um, an extroverted person, I yeah. would try to gather as many people for the common, the common, common goal. Common goal. And um, try to get together a plan of, you know, what we need to do next. Okay. Um, what about you? Uh, uh, do you want me to reread what yours is? Yeah. Um, mine's a little more bleak. You're the advocate? Yeah. So you're idealistic, sensitive to others' needs, creative and artistic. Yeah, you know you know uh, the creative types? Mm-hmm. They, they go for cocaine. <laughs> so after the apocalyptic and... fallout, you would try to find recreational drugs. And a shotgun. <laughs> so you and okay. listen to Nirvana on repeat. Not okay. So not using these personality types. To <laughs> Let me share what Jason does in this game. Because <laughs> I don't think Jason's going to share what Jason does in this game. <laughs> this fucking weirdo. <laughs> I don't know if any if anybody else does this. Please let me know because I don't think so. So if nobody knows what Fallout is, it's a video game post-apocalyptic and you go around and you basically like shoot things you like pillage you do quests do quests um this fucker he decided that he was going to become a capitalist in this game (laughs) um where he builds water purifiers yep right and um so he creates clean drinking water which good job yeah um and then sells it for a profit (laughs) <laughs> so that he is the king of this land basically you make it sound so terrible it's not terrible i mean like i if me and you were in this together i would really rely on your ingenuity to build a water purifier so that we could be the queen and king of the new world yeah but i wouldn't have this knowledge this person person has this knowledge i don't yeah but you could figure it out i could make a water purifier probably to, to filter on nuclear substances? Brita's not going to do shit. <laughs> what about charcoal? 
Charcoal's not going to do shit. No, I don't You know. tried drinking that. You will shit out nuclear waste for a week. Don't I already? <laughs> I don't know. But, um... We could find something that, even if it's not water purifier, I mean, we could capitalize on something. Yeah, we could. So basically, what you're saying is, based on Fallout, you would be an entrepreneur that uses capitalist undertones yep. to survive. Yep. And I would rely on getting... Or I'd use, use communist overtones for capitalist undertones. Oh, so you'd be a dictator. Shh. <laughs> You would be like North Korea. It sounds Korea. so much better. It sounds so much better when you say. You would make all of your overtones. other people do the Work same so thing. hard so that minor people get so much benefit. Oh, wait. <laughs> Is that America right now? Oh. Oh, shit. Oh. Those fighting words <laughs> come get you in the middle of night. <laughs> it sounds like North Korea where, you know. Kim Jong, I thought we were, he was dead. Oh, I know we talked about this a couple weeks ago. He's alive, apparently, just hanging out. Yeah, he was just Kim Jong ill. <laughs> now he's back to Kim Jong Un. But, um, we, yeah, I mean, they're kind of the ones that everybody's communist and he gets to reap all of the benefits. Ooh, another one like that would be like, um, a, like a cult prophet. Yeah. Where they like live on a commune, but then they like go out to like strip clubs and do shit ton of cocaine. Looking at you, certain religions. <laughs> Looking at you. Um. Vatican. <laughs> no. A little. <laughs> I don't think the Pope's going out doing coke off. Not of the Pope. Stress. In not, not the Pope, but some of the, the some of the, them. the sub ones. Um, but some of those cults out there, they're like, oh, yes, you need to give up all of your worldly possessions so that I can go do cocaine off a stripper's ass you, in Vegas. Did you see the one, the one cult that, like, they're, they, they live off, you know, their own labor, which the is... The Amish? No, 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 no. I mean... No, no, they're not, not the Amish. The like, Amish the are Amish, a little culty. The Amish are... are and I'm, like, I'm culty. not offending any of them, because if they're listening to this, they're not real Amish. <laughs> the Amish are a little culty, but but they they do respectable work and it's true. I, it's whatever. But this place they they still take Medicare and stuff like that, oh. and they take benefits and and like so they mm-hmm. participate in government activities, and then they still make minimum, not even minimum wage. Like they make three bucks an hour wow. when it's calculated, making like woven garments and stuff like that hmm. these people do this by choice yeah so i mean i know that like they're, they're massaged by a yeah charismatic leader i feel like um a lot of crime stories that i've heard that aren't necess- necessarily like murder but a lot of times some of these cults um sometimes they result in murder and rape and one i listened to today was about this guy who started marrying tons and tons and tons of women and whenever they ran out of 15 year olds he went to 14 year olds and when they went out of 14 year olds he started marrying 13 year olds so i mean that's when the feds had to come in once they found out what he was doing and be like this is still fucking illegal like you can't number one you can't marry more than one woman let alone marrying 60 15 year olds you just can't fucking do that 
So. Well, you multiply 60 by 15. <laughs> They're above age. They're above age. Um, it's above board. I don't understand. We'll do some episodes on cults, I'm sure, but... Oh, I thought we were going to do one on Child Brides. We could do one on Child Brides, too. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, ha- we'll even have one on. I am... Radio. <laughs> I am off work for the next two weeks because I quit my job officially. Tomorrow is my last day. So I am off work for two weeks, so I can actually do legit research, um, actually put some time into it, and then after that, I'm going to be working from home until they reopen uh, my new office building. Um, so I actually have some time to like breathe a little bit and get to know you guys better. Yeah. Oh, all six be so of you. Nice. <laughs> all six of you. Don't insult the half dozen. <laughs> I love you half dozen. Hey. What? One of those is my mama. Well, I'm saying that I love that half dozen. Oh, okay. The people who actually listen to this, I feel like are, are they have to be close friends because they listen to this shit of us all the time. That's true. Usually over text message though. That's true. <laughs> oh, but I do want to share one fun thing today. So, um, my friends... They know me as, like, you know, the girl who's obsessed with murder. You know, know, it's not the worst thing. But um, my one, one of my besties today texted me and was, like, with no other indication of anything, um, what are your thoughts on Brian Schaefer? (laughs) Now, this isn't a new case. This is a case that has, that is a, a pretty old case now. And I didn't even need to look it up. I knew exactly who she was talking about. I do want to talk about that case at some point, but I'm going to make that as part of a much bigger, bigger thing. Um, and just like the fact that she could just text me and like not even say like, what do you think of the disappearance of blah, 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 or the murder of blah, blah, blah. Or my other friends are texting me. Um, I have a lot of friends that will be like, have you seen this new show on Netflix? Or I recommend this one. Or let's talk about this one. And I love that, and I want everybody to keep that up. <laughs> Aww. So. Well, good for them. Good for everybody. Keep it up, And friends. I think those are the people that are listening to this show. Okay, good. So, I love you. Love you guys. Um, Jay, do you have anything else you want to say? No. That was, that was good. Okay. Good, good chit-chat. Good chit-chat. Good chit-chat. So, um, we're going to sign off for the night and chit-chat some more and take the trash out. And... Good campfire, yeah. I'm going to get ready for my last day of banking. Oh, hallelujah. Last day of banking. Hallelujah. 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 Okay, goodbye, everybody. Bye.